headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw. I am joined by Dr. John Deloney, who is making silly faces at the camera if you're watching on YouTube. We're going to take your calls all hour. Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225, and we're going to try to help you out. Hey, it's the day before Thanksgiving, and I am excited. Um, I've actually been really on 10 this whole month because, John... You got your your fancy book out. Well, I don't know how fancy it is, but I'm pretty proud it's of it. It's super fancy. Thank you. Number one, you're on a cover, and you're fancy. And two, the stuff in it's awesome. And three, we sold a bajillion Redefining Anxiety Quick Reads, and your book is way surpassing the way mine <laughs> got out. So it's a pretty pretty exciting, man. Well, it is exciting, and you can still pre-order it. Uh, the actual drop date, as they say, is not until December. So until then pre-order because you get some cool things uh in the process you get three months free of every dollar premium which is the business if i do say so myself so go ahead and pre-order it today here's the thing it's ten dollars like it's ten dollars you can't even get you can't get anything for ten dollars anymore john that's two cups of coffee two cups of coffee and not at starbucks because you don't even think about it because starbucks yeah, a, drinks that's, are that's a cup and a half at starbucks okay ten dollars and you can finally get to the bottom of why you have not been able to stick to your budget. That is the number one question. Jade, I made the budget, just can't stick to it. Or Jade, I tried it, but for some reason, it's just not working for me. We are getting to the bottom of that in this quick read once and for all. And by the way, it's called a quick read because you read it quick. It's fast. You can read this thing in maybe two, two and a half hours. If you're me, it might take you like 245 because <laughs> I read a little bit slower, John. I, I don't but know why I always also good have. about that. If um, you are... 55 and you make a good income and you still can't figure out how to hold it together you can read it and if you are 14 That's you right. can hand this to your kids and say uh, i want you to read this now because you're gonna by the time you get there they're gonna have some other scheme they're trying to get you on they're not gonna be bitcoin it's gonna be i don't know whatever they're trading stuffed yeah. animals toys whatever read this so yeah. it's for everybody it's awesome the book's called money's not a math problem because it's not. It starts up here in the old cranium. That's what we're talking about. The things you believe, the lies that you believe, and anybody can read it. It is me talking to you. It's not a bunch of facts and numbers. It's just it's just us talking. So pick up your copy today. I would be so grateful if you did or give it to somebody as a gift. They'd be so grateful if you did. Let's go straight to the phone lines. We've got Lene in Jacksonville, Florida, my state, home state. What's going on, Lene? Hi, I am I'm um, calling to see if I can get you all's opinion or advice on whether or not I should sell my home. Okay. Just a little background information. I purchased my home in December of last year. Now, this was purchased prior to me finding the Dave Ramsey steps. Okay. I am on uh, Ramsey step number two. I have $95,000 in debt. Okay. That is a mix of student loans um, and some consumer debt there. Do you mind My breaking that down is, a little bit further just so I can have a good idea of it? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, 70000 for student loans. Okay. And the remainder would go to car, which is about 1500 Not much left on that. Credit cards and personal loans. Okay. So 70000 on student loans, not seven. Yes. Okay. Sorry. No, I no. 70000 I yes. gotcha. Okay. And then the right. other the other uh, 13000 is about various things. Yes. Okay. credit cards and um yeah personal personal loans there okay keep going keep telling us okay. more you got it my take-home pay or yes after insurance is taken out and four three b investments is around 6600 to about 
uh, 8000 a month. And okay. that is if I pick up some extra shifts with another um, practice that I work with. So okay. my mortgage uh, is 3600 a month. Okay. And it's just, I want to get you all's advice on, hey, can I buckle down and for sure just still try to make tackle this debt or is it best for me to go ahead and sell this home so I can have more to be able to put towards um, the debt? Because again, about about ninety five thousand. Yeah. Um, sheesh. Okay. First, thank you for sharing all that because it's not easy to get on the mm-hmm. air and just lay it bare, right? So thank you. Um, oh, yes, absolutely. So as it sits, yeah, your 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 mortgage is more than half of your income on a on a lower month. Those months that you don't do mm-hmm. the the extra, um, the extra work. You've got the 403B contribution. Are you able to stop that? I can. Yeah. Okay. How much, how much a month is going towards that? 600. Oh, 600. Okay. That's helpful. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. I like to hear that. So now we're, we're doing better. Uh, so now we're closer to 7,200. So I like that. The the point is, can we find, can we find another 20% of income to keep coming in all the time so that we can keep so that we can get this from 50% at least into the like 30%, 29% range because that exactly. that I can feel good with. Does that make sense? So we just mm-hmm. found $600 yeah. just in your 403 contribution. And by the way, I'm right. not saying that this is the situation for always. This is just temporary while we're paying the debt off, Correct. right? Fair. Right. So tomorrow I turn that off. I turn that off instantly so you can get that money back. Okay. Um, and then if you add your overtime work, we're getting there, right? Mm-hmm. So right, right. obviously that's not, sust- like nobody wants to work overtime the rest of their life, John. So the <laughs> next part the is we've got to right. get this debt paid off and then we've got to mm-hmm. get our income up. Is there a trajectory that you see right. your income going up long-term? That's not you overtiming and side hustling. Mm, not currently. What do you do no. for a living? I'm a nurse practitioner. You're telling me there's not a job trajectory for you as a nurse practitioner? <laughs> well, again, remember, we're just looking uh, for listen, 25%. We're looking for 25% right, more money. Right. And you're, I mean, you're, you're paying to a 403B. Are you working at a nonprofit? Yes, correct. Okay. Are you at a university? No, no. Okay. No. Can I like? I hear in your voice that you're trying. You want us to tell you to sell this house. No, I mean honestly, I love my home. I, okay. I really do. It's just a matter of you know I'm already trying to work some extra shifts as um, outside of my primary role so that I can get that extra income. So then it becomes okay. How else can I bring in some extra income to really make a dent in the in the debt? I, I, um, I may have missed this. And truthfully, obviously, I want to pay it off as soon as possible. I yeah. may need to be a bit more patient, be a bit more realistic in it, you know, going away. But me and me and Jay don't like patient. We like to just get stuff done. What what um, if you I sold know. this house right now, what would you pocket? Um, I purchase price was four fifteen. Currently looking at about four forty. OK, so after your mm-hmm. realtor fees, you you wouldn't take home a ton, right. but it'd be some, right? Right, right. This is tough. Look, at the end of the day, you can look at this equation. I love, I honestly, I I love my home. I would love to stay in it, but at the same time, you know, I want to be able to 
Yeah. You want freedom. I get yeah. it. And the thing is, you've got one of two paths here. You can either find a way that you're earning 20% more, right? Because again, the 25% is off your gross. It's not your gross after your deductions, right? So you, we found some of it with the 600. You got to find 20% more income and you have to ask yourself, is this me getting my career up over time or am I not going to find the 25% and I'm going to get out of this house? The choice is yours. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. What's going on? This is The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw. This is Dr. John Deloney on the right of me. And we are taking your calls all afternoon long. Give us a call. 888-825-5225 is the number. I will talk to you about the things that have to do with your money. And John will jump in on that because he knows the stuff too. But uh, he's the guy that's going to help you with the relational stuff, what's going on, all the other stuff, right? I feel like money is almost, it's never just money, right? It's always... Always something going on. There's always something going on, always and we'll help something. you with that. So give us a call. Um, we'd be happy to have you on the line. Let's go to the lines. We've got Lakin in Nashville. T- Ooh, Nashville, Tennessee in the Ville. What's going on, Lakin? How are you guys? We're doing good. How can we help you? Well, I was just curious of how I could do better or what I could change. I don't know if I'm missing something, but I'm 23. I'm a student. I work part-time. I don't have any debt. Um, I have some money in 401k and I have some stocks. I have uh, $2,500 in a high yield savings account and then about $3,500 just in a regular savings account. And so I'm just wondering what else I could be doing. How old did you say you are? 23. Okay. What's your living situation? I live with a roommate um, in a, just a little townhome. Cool, cool, cool. And what's your job? What do you What are you earning? Because you're doing a good job, an excellent job. Thank you. I'm. Uh, I work at Starbucks. I'm a barista, so I get uh, free tuition to them. So I don't have to pay for school. I I make about eight hundred dollars a month with everything taken out, and then through college, my parents give me thirteen hundred dollars a month. Okay, so you got kind of a combined situation there. Because I was going to say, how did you manage to save this money, making $800 a yeah. month? But we got a little allowance here from mom and dad. I'm not so mad what, at that. So what are you worried about? You're you're winning across every metric for every college student I know. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm worried. I just want to put myself in a really good position. My parents have done a good job of preparing their lives for me and my sister and helping us out. And I want to be able to do that starting now just for my future and then my kids future and just setting up like my whole family line on a good trajectory so i don't know what else i can be doing look i'm giving you a slow clap i'm just giving you the mighty ducks (laughs) slow clap because i just love that you're thinking like this do you understand at 23 thinking generationally dude my brain cells were not doing that at 23 and i'm so grateful that you are um Hey, let's walk through what you told me. No debt. Excellent. 
Um, you told mm-hmm. me you've got a 401k through Starbucks. That's great. Um, and you're contributing to that. And then you told me you've got uh, about 6,000 bucks saved. Some of it's in a high yield and some of it's just in a regular savings. How much you got in stocks? Um, I just have like a thousand dollars in stocks. Um, all that's been free. Starbucks like gives us uh, okay. stocks every year. Okay. Um, and then in my 401k, I have like just about 15,000, a little over that. Okay. 15 grand in a 401? Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. So look, God. again, I'm just very, very good. Shook. So um, <laughs> very good. What I would do is the only, I'm just going to walk through and just literally be a fine-toothed comb because you're doing such a great job. The The money you Thank have you. saved, I'd probably put it all in the high-yield savings account just so you can get a better rate of return. They're pretty high right now, so that's good. And for mm-hmm. what I'm just going to call that is I'm going to call that your three to six-month expenses, right? Because it covers your your rent for a couple of months. How much is your rent, by the way? Um, well, my portion would come out to maybe uh, 13 1300 like all the utilities and whatnot. Okay, so what I would do is I would get sit down with a calculator or sit down with your budget and calculate out what your expenses are, like basic. I'm not talking about the budget with all the bells and whistles. I'm talking about just the basic expenses it takes for you to get, you know, to live if you were to lose your job. Create, find out what the number is for six months of expenses. And that's your next goal. That's what I want you to save up. You've got 6,000 now. What do you need to put with it in order for that to happen? The stocks, you know, we're not really stock people around here. It's kind of one of those risky things. Mm -hmm. So I probably, it's not like you're buying it, right? They're just giving it to you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at some point, if you're ready to cash it out because you're trying to buy a house or something, great, do that. Um, Right now the house is not on fire. So I'm not like, sell them, sell them immediately. But what I do want you to come away from this conversation is that if you're going to buy investment, stocks are not what I would tell you to buy. Right. I'd want you to buy mutual mm-hmm. funds or ETFs that have a lot, a lot in it. Right. We're not going to do single stocks because mm-hmm. that's the riskiest way to invest. So Definitely. learn that from this conversation. Um, I love that you have your 401k. Um, technically, you're a little ahead of yourself because you started investing before you've gotten your three to six months saved. Right now, you've got about three months saved. So I'm not going to tell you to stop. But I want you to get up to six months saved because I think that's just going to be best for you because it's only you and you're working at Starbucks and mom and dad, let's be honest, are providing more than half of your income. So let's bump that up very actively. And other than that, good job. You know, after this, my next big goal would be when do you graduate, by the way? Um, I graduate, I believe, in a year and a half. OK, cool. All goes to plan. You're a junior. Yes. You know, I was actually looking online for the past, like, I don't know, six months of internships with Ramsey Solutions because I live so close. Yeah. Well, keep looking. Come on over here. Yeah, keep Send an email to HR because we want people like you around here. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this. If you've got a bunch <laughs> of investment you. vehicles, I want you to move to the very top of your investment list. You. Mm. You mm. are the person I, I want you to. I don't know what that means. Here's what it means. Make sure you get out of college 18 months from now and you don't owe anybody anything. Make sure mm-hmm. you have done every internship you can get your hands on, made coffee in every meeting room you can get in, ask your professors, hey, is there a way that I could get invited to this? I want to see this. Can I work behind backstage at the showcase? Whatever the thing is, leave no stone unturned so that when you graduate, you don't owe anybody anything and you have a slate of experiences to lay down in front of a future employer and say, I've already been there. I'm ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. 
And so okay. you're investing in experiences that, I mean, you're so, so I can't tell you the number of adults that we talk to who are 50 and 60 that don't have $15,000 in okay. the one. You're so far ahead. So far. So your investment is Thank in you. you. Okay. I want you to be okay. ready to run and gun 18 months from now when you walk across that stage. And you're already researching internships, man. Good grief. People who are worried about next generation need to talk to people like Lakin. I know that's right. My dog has it on lock. We're, we're gonna be, we're gonna be all right. She's awesome. gonna be great. Wow, so look at this, John. I, yeah, I am. If she was looking for a goal, probably my next goal would be to not ex- have to accept any money from my parents. That would be the next thing on my horizon. It's like, okay, they're giving her this um, stipend or you know allowance per se now while she's in school. That's nice of them to do that. When she goes out, graduates, gets her big girl job, it's like, okay, cut them out. And now, honestly, the next thing for her to do is save up to buy a home, save up for a down payment. And, you know, she's set her. This is why we teach it, John. This is why. Because she, I look at this and I go, man, if at 23, my life would be, I mean, you can't really say it like that because (laughs) what we go through makes us who we are. But my point is, this is what I want for my kids. Right. This right here. I don't want them to have to make the dumb mistakes that I made with debt. Um, I want them to be set up like this. And it's like, hey, what do I want to do next? The world's my oyster, you know? And think of it this way, parents. Sometimes we think that if we take all the, we clear all the struggles out of the way so that our kids can have the fastest, <laughs> quickest path from from wherever we are to success. And sometimes we try to clear all the hurdles because we have some guilt. We were working when they were young. We didn't have, we couldn't buy them all the stuff when they were little. We had to cancel the athletics because uh, we couldn't afford the travel sports one year, whatever. And we try to clear the path. I want you to think of it like this. It's like going into a gym and your kid is in there exercising to get stronger and you take all the weight off the bar for him. Mm. It's not helping them out. It's not helping them get stronger. It's helping them go to the gym and think they're getting stronger and they're actually getting, they're either staying the same or they're getting a little bit weaker. But like her parents have done, they've told her, you're going to have a job yep. and you're going to work and you're going to make good grades and you're going to do internships, you're going to graduate, and we're going to help you a bit. So you're not taking the weight off the bar, but you are spotting them. Oh, yeah. And that's what good parents do, right? They don't clear the deck. They walk alongside you. That's right. Or they walk right right behind you, right? Awesome job all around. I love it, man. You're you're way ahead of the game, Lakin. Well done. This is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed, and now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You are listening to The Ramsey Show. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I am Jade Warshaw, your host, joined by your other host. His name is Dr. John Deloney, and we are here with you hanging out all afternoon long. We'd love if you gave us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. 
Today's question of the day is sponsored by Neighborly. Neighborly is your home, your hub for home services. The easiest way to find expert local help is to download the Neighborly app where you can find services, schedule appointments, and get exclusive special offers and discounts. Download the Neighborly app now to get started. All right, today's question comes from Rebecca in Alabama. Rebecca writes, my 25-year-old sibling is married with three kids, six, three, and three months. The couple has never had consistent employment, and one is currently a stay-at-home parent. This person's had multiple job opportunities within walking distance, even some that offer free childcare, but they refuse to work. During the entirety of their marriage, they have both begged and borrowed for everything they have. They continue to make very poor financial decisions that have caused them to be behind on rent and car payments. In order to play catch-up, they took out a personal loan with their place of employment that will now cost them more than their original rent each month. They've borrowed thousands from family members claiming to need it for bills, but the bills never get paid. At this point, the children are deeply suffering from the the consequences of their parents' poor choices. In what way could an outsider help the situation? I'm seriously considering calling CPS, but that doesn't change their financial or long-term situation. Is this something I should come to terms with and let it work itself out? Any advice on helping someone that is oblivious to their wrongdoings? Um, Man, this is a mess, so I'm just going to go order of importance. When it comes to children, I simply don't mess around with that. My friends know that. My family knows that. My colleagues know that. I do not mess around with this. Because it's your brother or sister, it's a sibling, um, I before I called CPS, I would probably take them out for coffee and say, I'm offering to take your three kids in for a period of two or three months while you get your crap together. I will call CPS if you decline this option. Well, wait, can I ask you? Yes. What point? Because well, and we I, know it's bad, but we don't know what that means. Yeah, let, so me, let me clarify. clarify. The children are deeply suffering. I want to know what that means. That, that's, right. And I want to know at what point you, John, would be like, I, that do that whole thing of I'm taking you for coffee. Blah, if blah, I blah. find out kids are missing meals, if yeah. I find out kids are walking around the street at 11 o'clock at night because yeah. mom and dad are watching TV, if I find out kids, uh, three-year-olds are spending the night in neighbor's garages, which I've heard about right. because they, don't have, they can't get back in the house, yeah. I'm calling. Like the right? heat's off, the air's off. Like. Right. If mom and dad are leaving at night and leaving the six-year-old in charge of the three-month-old kind of stuff, I'm calling. Yeah. I'm either going to offer your kids to come stay with me. Yes. You have two. You have two choices. There is no ch- choice here over the next sixty days where they stay with you. I'm period. with that. Yeah. Um, now, deeply suffering. If it's mom and dad are sitting there watching TV, I parent differently than that. Sure. It frustrates me and makes me makes me upset. They're not deeply suffering. Sure. Right. If they're having meals, but they're not organic foods, they're they're not deeply suffering. Right. Sure. So. Um, I want to be very clear about this, but assuming the things that I've I've run across in my professional career, kids are 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 struggling. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to put a, a very clear thing. So when it comes to kids, I don't mess around with that. I don't play with that. Kids are very very important. Um, the second thing is any advice on helping someone that is oblivious to their wrongdoings? I'd reject that. They're not oblivious. They're doing exactly what works because everyone in their life keeps giving them money. Period. So they're not oblivious. Why in the world would you work if family members keep giving you thousands and thousands of dollars for you to do whatever you want with it? Um, And by the way, family members, if you have a family member that comes to you and says, hey, I really need help to the tune of thousands of dollars to pay bills and you are able to help, what I would say is, give me the number to the the light bill place and I'll call and pay it. 
give me the number to whatever. I will buy you a grocery card at Kroger or Publix or whatever, and we'll take That's care good. of it that way. You're not just forking I'm over. I'm not giving you thousands of dollars, right? Because yeah. then I'm contributing, right? Oh, 100%. So um, that's number two. Um, let's take kids off the table because kids is a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Let's take kids off the table. Clearly, mom and dad are contributing to this. Clearly, other other family members are contributing to this. Mm-hmm. So in what way can an outsider help a situation like this where they have a sibling that mom and dad are continuing to let make poor decisions or cousin or what? Nothing. Nothing. And I think one of the hardest things we can do is watch people we love make decisions that we know are hurting them. Yeah. You want to try to get in there and fix it. You can't. You You, can't. You haven't been invited in. What you can do is make sure when the call comes and it will. That you have your boundaries in order, you have your house in order, you're working on you and your marriage and your finances and your parenting. So when the call comes, and it will, mm-hmm. can you help that you're in a place that you can help? And the help is not going to be, I'm going to give you a bunch of cash. It might be, I'll take out and help map out a budget with you. Mm-hmm. I'll take and give you some hard truth about y'all got to go to work. But I, we're gonna, we already decided we're going to stay at home with our kids. You can't afford to stay at home with your kids, right? I might do that, yeah. but yeah. I'm going to work on me right now. Oh, that's so hard. You're you're exactly right. But that is, I, I sympathize with this person. It's oh, it so breaks my hard. Heart. It breaks my heart. Because you're like, okay, I'm supposed to sit back like this and like, I got to take my hands off the situation because they won't let me, like you said, they won't let me in. How do you make peace with that? And it, There's no peace. Like, I've, I've experienced get, this personally. There's no peace. There's no peace. It's you're just like waiting. It's you're, a death. It's a loss. Yeah. So it's, it's a grief. It's, it's grieving. It's pure grief. And by the way, I think that one of the great cancers of our current culture is everybody trying to insert themselves into situations, families. They haven't, they haven't, I haven't asked for your help. Yeah. You right? can't fix it. Do it, do it this way. Do it this way. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't, I haven't helped. If, instead of people going home and looking in the mirror and saying, I'm going to make sure my house is in order. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure my spiritual life, my financial life, my physical life, my marriage is in order so that when people invite me in, I'm ready. Well, then there's the other side of that, John, like, they might blow themselves up. Exactly right. And it, like, there might, we hope there's a the, a bright side that comes along, but they might blow themselves up. That's exactly right. And so um, you have to make some space for that. That's one of the things I learned training with the SWAT guys is we're going to train with every, every minute of every day so that we have a positive outcome. And because we can't control what other people decide to do, we're mm-hmm. going to create a little bit of space for if this whole thing goes sideways. And that's a heartbreaking thing to realize that I can't control everything. But this person is trying to, how do I insert myself into this and fix it? And I would lovingly tell him, you can't. You can't. Wow. And so then for the person who's listening, who's like, man, I've been there. I sat, I did the thing. I I took my hands off the wheel because they weren't letting me help. They weren't letting me get in and help them drive to get there. And they they did implode the thing and it, and it is bad. And now I feel guilty because I'm wondering, was there anything, was there anything I could have done? Yeah. What, what do you say to the person who's got guilt? I mean, you hold that guilt. You just hold it. I mean, you hold that guilt and it moves. I mean, guilt is a, it, it's a natural thing. But I, should they even feel guilt? Like, should they? I, I don't, I, I, I. For have, doing the right thing. I haven't been able to figure out how to not quote unquote feel guilt. I can choose to not head into resentment. Mm. And so that means I intentionally will turn left and head into guilt instead of heading into, I just am so mad at you all the time. Um, I'm going to choose to say, hey, you're an adult. Mm. You're running your life. I'm not going to participate in this. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm going to be heartbroken. 
I'm gonna feel. I'm always gonna ask myself, and maybe you write him a letter and just say, "I love you guys." Yeah. And when you're ready to change your life, I'm here to that's help. That's all you can do. Uh, but that's that's what you can do. But I, I haven't found a way, especially initially, to not feel that guilt. Right. Yeah. You can't like that's rationalize. Life. Life. You can't rationalize it away. Yeah. For sure. Ooh, this is tough. Yeah. This a is mess. a tough one. I hate it. Yeah. I wish that we could, don't we all, right, wish that we could go to our loved ones and tell them to live their life like we want them to live it? Right? Well, well, yeah, there's that. That's the thing. Like some people, that's the hard part. People's lives are going to look different than yours. And in this case, it does smell bad. Like it looks like there is some real, real issues going on. I don't think this person's being dramatic. I don't think that it's when she says deeply suffering based off of what she said financially and with their jobs and employment. I think that's the case. And it's just I mean, the fact is, it's like you're watching a car crash and you, you can't look away. Yeah. Even if you look away, you still hear it going on, right? It's like there's no way to get away from it. So I feel for them. I really do. Yeah. But well, we, we live we live in a world where there's different paths people can take. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think we also live in a world that says that we should everyone should take the same path as us. And I don't think that's right. No, that's not right. And at the same time, man, it's just it's heartbreaking when people we love yeah. are headed, headed to ruin talking about some stuff on the ramsey show today we'll we get into all of it relationships the money we are not afraid to take your call whatever it is so stick with us this is the ramsey show this is the ramsey show i'm jade warshaw your host joined by your other host his name is dr john deloney he's sitting right here to my right we're going to take your calls all afternoon. Please give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. We'd be happy to talk with you. Whatever's going on in your life, whether it's money troubles or you've got some things bleeding into your relationship, your spouse is tripping, spending all the money, whatever it is, give us a call. We'd love to talk about it. Um, something else I want to talk about is George Camel. He's one of our Ramsey personalities. GK. GK, that's what I'm talking about. He also has a brand new book coming out in January. The book is called Breaking Free from Broke. I actually think I have it here for those watching. I can show you what it looks like because I think that this, I don't know, the cover is just unique. I really, really like it. Um, we want you to pre-order this book today. You can pre-order it. It's just $20, right? But when you pre-order it, you get $100 in free bonus items. So you get access to a talk that he's done. It's called Show Me the Money. I've heard the talk. It's legitimate. So you want to get that. It's going to help you so much. And you get a free Q&A with George. You get access to the audiobook and the ebook. Plus, you get a very, very special offer with every dollar. You get three months of every dollar premium, that's like the creme de la creme, three months for free. So that's pretty legitimate. It says the world is filled with money traps and distractions designed to keep you brainwashed and in debt. With undeniable research and data, George exposes the most common money myths and excuses head on. So he's talking about things like credit card schemes. He's talking about uh, investment traps. He's talking about mortgage myths. This is all the stuff he's going over. And I like George because he's kind of like, like he's like Inspector Gadget. Like he gets in there and finds out everything that's going on. I'm the type of person I'm like, oh, it's too much to read all the books and like look underneath the <laughs> mattress. And he does all that for you. Yeah. He's the guy that reads uh, literally the fine print and then calls the companies like, hey, you said in section four to a that I could have this for free. And they're like, OK, man. Yeah. So, yeah. He goes. Like he knows the bylaws. Yes. And when somebody says that's not real, dude, he can't sleep until he either realizes he's wrong or 
Yes, it is. Yeah, he gets so, to the bottom dude, of it. Dude, this book pulls every excuse and just throws it in the trash. It's incredible. That's right. Read it. What, I think you should read it because at every conversation, any debate someone's going to try to debate you at money, you're going to just mic drop them every time after you read this book. So I suggest it. It's on pre-order. Remember, it's $20. The book is Breaking Free from Broke. You can get it on RamseySolutions.com or anywhere they sell fine Fine, what is it? Fine reading. reading material. Yeah, fine reading material. So pick up your copy today. Let's go to Los Angeles, California. We've got Dana on the phone line. What's going on, Dana? Hi. Uh, so I I am 29 years old and I've been planning to purchase a home, but I'm planning to like purchase it with my brother. So is it a smart idea to like have my brother as a co-owner of the property? I mean, m- majority of the down payment is going to come from me and so is mortgage yeah no um nope 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 nope. how old did you say you were i'm 29 29 29, okay why can i just can i understand why why are you guys doing this together what's the purpose in your mind um we've been living together um like for like three years and we've been planning to purchase a property but why why is my question um because well we just we we're like both single and we don't know like we wanted to stop renting and we wanted to have like our own property so this is your way you felt like you couldn't afford it separately Mm -hmm. so you're doing it together is that accurate uh yes i think i mean personally i like with the current housing market i don't think i can afford like the monthly mortgage well let's look at it what do you make every what do you make every month What's your take-home um, pay? I make around, uh, around every month. Yeah. Yeah, around six six to 200. 6,200? Yes. That's your take-home pay. Okay. So what type of home are you trying to buy? Like when you, when you say, here's what I need, and you're realistic mm-hmm. about what your needs are, and you're not going overboard, what, was, what does a, cost, a, a home like that cost you in Los Angeles? Because I know it's going to be expensive. Yeah. Um, since I'm single, like maybe like a, a condo or a townhouse, okay. like with like two bed, uh, like a single bedroom, like I'm just like living alone. Sure. That's fair enough. What, what would that cost you in the area that you live uh, or the, in the, in the area you're trying I've to be looking? It's, yeah. It's around like four fifty to five, five, six, I think, no, four fifty to 600. Okay. So four fifty to 600. That's a big range. Um, and then my next question is, what kind of work do you do? I work in a, as a lab scientist in a hospital. A lab scientist. Okay. Here's, thanks for giving me the particulars. I don't think that you should, yes. like John said, I don't think that you should buy a home with your brother. There's a lot that can go wrong mm-hmm. there. Um, it would be different yeah. if one of you were purchasing the home and one of you put the down payment on and said, hey, if you want to live here and pay me rent or pay for your room here, you could do that. I'm okay um, with doing that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's fine. Um, mm-hmm. The the mm-hmm. hard part comes when it's you're dating somebody and you're ready for them to move out, and now they feel like they got the raw end exactly. of the deal. Like there are mm-hmm. many things that can go wrong, and I just want to call mm-hmm. that out. Mm-hmm. So and and yeah. there's one other thing when you're married, there's a and you get divorced, there is a business, there's a legal path towards separation. So I, same right. reason we tell people don't um, buy a house with your boyfriend or girlfriend because the separation mm-hmm. isn't so clean. It's a mess. Right. And similarly, if you and your brother just go in as 
as brother and sister, boyfriend, mm-hmm. girlfriend, um, uh-huh, uh-huh, just uh-huh. two people, the separation part is going to be a disaster. Not to mention, are you seriously, sis? You're going to make me pay you back for your down payment? Right. Well, well yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm your brother. Right. You don't love me? Well, yeah. Or yeah. vice versa, right? And so, or he's mm-hmm. gonna he's gonna start dating someone and bringing them to your house, and she's and not gonna like, like the her. way you cook. And Woo! dude, I just I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't. And here here's the greatest way you can love each other is to not go into a legally binding agreement together. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. One of you buy the house yeah. and rent it, rent a room to the other one. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. And 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 do it right, yeah. like. Even when you do, do the way lease. John said, do a, do a lease. lease. Like this is, is it a year lease? Let's just start with a year to year thing, right? And 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 mm-hmm. do it by the book so that at the end of the day, if something has to, if the hammer has to come down, it's not it's not you doing it, it's the lease, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, the lease is up, we did say, and you can always point back to the terms of what you guys agreed on. I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. I still don't love it, but it's your life. If you wanna live with your brother, I'm, I'm not mad at it. Um, I just went into it, man. That's all I can say. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, right. I here's here's also where I stand though with purchasing a house. There is a piece of this, whether mm-hmm. it was, let's say you didn't have a brother and let's just say you were calling and your hope was to get a roommate to live in the house. It bothers me for somebody to own a home that they can't pay for in full on their own. Because like I said, something can happen and whoever's living with you moves out and it could take you a longer a longer period of time than you thought it would to find a replacement. And so now you've got to be able to cover the mortgage. Do you see what I'm saying? So my goal here is to get you thinking about every angle of this thing. And just with Mm -hmm. me poking a few holes, I don't love it. Like, I, look, I want you Mm -hmm. to have a condo. I want you to have a home. I I want you to not be a renter, Mm -hmm. but I I want it to be done in the right way. My question for you next Mm -hmm. is what would it look like? And this is just for you to brainstorm. Uh, You don't have to answer this now. Where you live is really expensive. What does it look like for you to do the same type of work elsewhere? Uh, I can move, I guess, but, uh, I feel like my current job right now is really good. Like benefits wise. It is, but it's not allowing you to live. You want Mm -hmm. a home right? and it's not allowing you Mm -hmm, to do that. Look, I I have family who lived in California for years and they're married. Mm -hmm. And at one point they said, she's a teacher and the other one, you know, works in gaming. And they said, we're never going to have the life we want here. And they picked up and moved to Georgia. Yeah. All I'm saying is you may have to consider... Our hospitals need lab scientists in Kansas City. Right. Where you can buy a condo maybe for 300 instead of 600 or maybe 350 instead of... what? And I don't know. Kansas people are going to be like, hey, you can't... But I don't know. Yeah. But all to say is you have to decide which dream we want. Which dream. That's so true, John. Ooh, that's a hard one, but she's got some options. She's just got to allow herself to see the options. This is The Ramsey Show.